Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and y'all listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. Ha <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. Today's episode of the About Last Night podcast is brought to you by Hangover Candle Company. Look, smells are great. There's a lot of bad ones. Poop, vomit, uh, piss, old, stanky chicken pot pies. But there's a way to make your place, your car, wherever it is that you want to smell sweet, fun, and enjoyable to your nose and face. And candles are the way to get that done. And I have found the best candles in the country. My boy Joey, a bartender from Fort Collins, Colorado. Big comedy fan, big podcast fan. Um, He cuts, sands, and pours his own candles at Hangover Candle Company. Uh, In the Etsy shop, there's over 200 different bottles that he can have ready and custom make a candle for you from. You can pick your scent. He's got about 40 of those. Uh, we got a bunch. What did we get? Shit, we got, uh, I think there were flavors like pumpkin, root beer, sandalwood, spearmint, sea breeze, tutti frutti, vanilla, watermelon, green tea, green apple, fudge brownie, fresh baked bread, fresh cut grass, cucumber melon, coffee, cedar, cinnamon stick, chardonnay, cabernet, sauvignon, banana, baby powder, apple slices, and apple pie. And we're going to have a custom ALN podcast candle made. That's right. Hangover Candle Company is where you get these. So, where do you get these candles from? Well, they can ship them to you in a day or two days with two-day shipping, tracking, and insurance, and plenty of padding. I've done it. He crushes it. The candles come so prepped and ready for your enjoyment. Fully customizable. Whatever you want, he'll do it. Uh, Go to Hangover Candle Co. on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, or search it on Etsy to find his shop and get your candles and start making your holiday the right holiday. All right? With Hangover Candle Company, that's Hangover Candle Co. on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or search it on Etsy, Hangover Candle Company, and uh, and let Joey start filling your dreams and your nose with good smells. Happy Tuesday, ALN fans, or Monday night. I think we put this up Monday night, uh, but it was recorded today with an ALN favorite, an ALN legend, a podcast comedy guru, and... Uh, you know this guy. You love him. He almost died from hearing me hiccup on the podcast about uh, six, seven months ago. It's Josh Wolf, baby. You know him from his show, The Prince and the Wolf. You know him from Controlled Chaos. Chelsea Lately uh, lights out with David Spade. The dude's one of the funniest fellas in the game. One of my closest friends in in uh, comedy and life. And uh, he's on the verge of blowing up. He's got two pending things right now that we can't talk about, but... Uh, Boy, he is just on the cusp, man. And this podcast was a <laughs> just one of the f- most fun chats I've had in a while. And uh, Josh is, is the man. His YouTube uh, page is now up to a million subscribers. It was at 50,000 a year and a half ago. But this dude is just uh, becoming more known and, and loved. Uh, his special Father of the Year is out. Go get it wherever you get specials. Go see him live at the Josh Wolf Comedy. Josh Wolf comedian.com uh, he's touring all over the country and go see him he's one of the best storytellers and comics in the game and follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Josh Wolf Comedy follow me at Adam Ray Comedy follow the podcast at ALN Podcast AdamRayComedy.com for all my tour dates I'm at the Celebrity Theater this weekend with Frank Caliendo and Brian Callen in Phoenix, Arizona for uh, the KUPED uh, KUPD charity gig um, me, Caliendo, and Callan Come see us December 21st Celebrity Theater In the round 2,600 people And the next weekend The 27th Through the 31st 
that's New Year's, baby. The DC Improv in Washington, DC. Bringing Josh Adam Myers and Avery Pearson with me uh, for, I think, six shows, December 27th through the 31st at DC Improv. And then January 2nd through the 4th, I'm at Comics at Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. And then uh, uh, Baltimore, Seattle, and Portland fill out January. And then we get into Feb and, and, and March and April and then. The hits just keep on coming, baby. Of course, my album, Songs for the People, is out right now. You can get that on Amazon Music, Spotify, Pandora, Sirius, Google Play, iTunes. Go get it. 13 songs, five sketches, Songs for the People. And uh, my comedy, my stand-up album, Read the Room, is also available on all those platforms. Go listen and enjoy yourselves for the holidays. Um, Email aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com. Your favorite ALN moments of this past uh, 500 eps. Uh, with me and and, uh, and little Brad Williams, uh, favorite Alan moments. How you get the pod? Why you got into it? And uh, and you will get some Adam Ray merch as part of the 2019 Adam Ray Holiday merch giveaway. That's about last night pod at gmail.com. Uh, sent out a bunch of merch last week, and more is coming your way, as well as the two best of episodes, part one and part two, the next few weeks to close out 2019, and then uh, news and uh, and the announcement of the. Uh, ALN rebrand and, and what's in store for you guys for 2020. I cannot wait to share it. So now that we got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with Josh Wolf, our guest, and me, Adam Ray. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and looks like the video when you're checking out a new place it looks decorate fuck this come furnace or did you guys decorate this she did all that. this is a garage yeah i've never wanted to live in a garage more than i do right how now how crazy is except that? except for the christmas tree you're gonna have to swap that out for a menorah Listen, but the, other got, than that you got a giant menorah inflatable one in the backyard an inflatable <laughs> menorah what will jews come up with next by the way that is one of the things that jews need to step their game up on is how to get into the merchandising game yeah which you would think we would have an upper hand on that uh, you know because of the stereotypes with us with money and all that but like no we really fell short on the dreidel we did that's a fun but it's not a is it (laughs) (laughs) there's yeah there's no kid rushing home in a commercial to play dreidel no you're rushing home you're waking up early to check if santa has left you presents there's no immediacy to any Jewish None. game or holiday. Let me ask you another you're like, question. We got eight nights of Hanukkah. I can fucking sleep through the first three. Yeah, and the first one, you're getting a pencil. You're like, what the fuck? Well, I wasn't that poor, and I had a single mom. But what were you, you were getting a we, pencil? Yeah, dude. We, like, it, I we got were, matches once. We were That's poor. And so if my dad would buy us something that he thought was expensive, he would just split it up into eight pieces. You get so the this. Pencil, and then you get a pencil. Sharp, so, yeah, so the, like. The eraser, he'd pull the eraser off the pencil and make that nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, but you hear, okay. <laughs> but you know what? Here's another thing we need to, as Jews, start to market ourselves. Yeah. Have you ever heard anyone say, I got so fucked up at the office Hanukkah party last night? Oh, you're right. No, I haven't. And you need to. 
There's a movie called Christmas Party. There's not a no. fucking movie called Seder. Seder gone wrong. No, and listen, Rock of Ages is a terrible song. Our songs are also not very festive. Dreidel song, maybe. Dreidel, but, do you remember the lyrics? Oh, dreidel, 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 I made it out of clay. And when it's nice and ready, oh, dreidel, I will play. Hey! I believe it's dry and ready. Oh, really? Unless you grew up in a different uh, you know, part of town. That oh, we didn't make our own dreidel. Nice and ready? Did you? See, dry and ready. Cause, okay, there you go. Nice. Dry makes sense, though. Also, I remember, too, they would be like, we're putting the dreidels, you make them out of clay, and then you put them in the oven. I was like, I think we should stay clear of ovens for right. the time being. Yeah. Um, can we go plastic? Yeah, can we go <laughs> Can I tell you something really embarrassing? Yeah. Okay. But first of all, amazing garage fired up that you Great, got a place right? that you love. Because that was the problem with the bigger house. You had yeah. too much space. This People don't know that your old place was dope, but I think we can all attest, like, sometimes... You know, your stomach's a little, your eyes are bigger than your stomach. And yeah. you're like, fucking hell yeah, pool and all this. I remember the first time we sat in your backyard at the pool, smoking a blunt, just being like, wow, dude, you made it. Like, this is dope. And then you were like, and I haven't been out there since. Yeah, I, I because I had to work so hard to keep the house. Yeah. I never enjoyed the house. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Okay. Super embarrassing. Ready? So, you know, I was a single dad for a while. Yep. I'm Jewish. I didn't grow up Christmas. Right. But the kids, the mom was Christian. So they, uh, we always did Christmas. So the first year I do Christmas with Beth, I get the tree and she comes over and she says, what's wrong with your tree? So here's what I didn't know, Adam. I didn't know that ornaments had hooks. I oh, thought yeah. you were supposed to string them through the tiny little holes. Nope on the branches so that oh first year that I, okay. <laughs> you ready so the first year i got a why tree. isn't there a competition show called <laughs> jews decorating trees the first year i got a tree adam i was like i need one of those thin branch trees because i couldn't get the ornaments i just found one branch on the whole tree so i strung them all on this one branch that just hung like this, right? <laughs> so then, How many ornaments? Oh, I could only fit like 14 or something. Yeah. So then by the time Beth had got there, I would hunt for the thin branch tree. So I could usually find a tree that had three, maybe four thin branches on it. So there were like three branches way down. And she goes, what's wrong with your tree? I go, what do you mean? She said, did you not buy hooks? And I was like, hooks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like forgetting the flour in yeah. the cookie. The main ingredient. But they, the hooks don't come in the bag with they the don't. ornament. So no. how am I supposed to? Yeah, that And that's where dudes just get a lot of slack. We think as far as what you've put in front of us. Yes. You know? Did What's you say in Jews the bag? or dudes? Dudes. Jew dudes. Dude, Jew dudes. Dude dudes. Dudes. If you were pitching the Beach Cop show in the 80s, would it be dude Jews or Jew dudes? Jew dudes sounds better, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude then you, Jews. Because then JD is on the uh, yeah. badge. Jew dudes? Or DJ. Fuck, either way. Jew dudes? Jew dudes. I don't mind Rolls Jew-dudes. off the tongue better. Yeah, and it probably has a good theme song. If you're looking to join a band and you've got dude Jews or Jew dudes both coming at you wanting your services. Jew dudes. You go Jew dudes. I yeah. think Jew dudes across the board is better. Just dude Jews is like, it sounds like a dog treat. Dude, dude Jews. Yeah, dude Jews. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you try it? Which, by the way, speaking of dog treats, so I performed at my sister's 20-year high school reunion. What? And um, yeah. Wait, and- What? This was. She uh, asked you to do. Stand-up? She didn't. She didn't go. So they were putting it all together, and they, look, she's a couple years older than me. So I grew up with most of the people that were going to school there, and I went to high school with all of them. But she was at a boarding school from 
basically she went to freshman year of high school, but I was in eighth grade. So then by the time I got there, we, you know, I should have been a freshman. She should have been a junior. She went to the boarding school. So I did high school solo. People knew that I was her brother, but I also kind of got a chance to do a fresh start. Not everybody. And I, she wasn't there too. So it wasn't the, didn't have the brother sister dynamic at school. And I was probably for the best, but so I knew all those people. So she was like, since I didn't have a positive experience, it'd be really cool that, you know, everyone that's removed from the business, and we've both done enough cool shit to, to think that performing at a reunion from people that are outside of Hollywood should be cool. But yeah. I also am just like, really? Do they really care? And they were geeking up real hard. So it was it was fun. But I show up and it was there was no real performing space. They kind of had, it was at a, a bar uh, and there was an outdoor patio and the area where they wanted me to perform, there was no stage. It was just a mic and somebody was up there doing the, the time capsule thing and it was so loud and nobody was listening. And I walk in, I was like, so where am I doing stand up? They're like right there. I was like, where Wayne Pishu is being not listened to. Wayne Pishu, how or big? Wayne Pishu, how big do you think that guy is based on the name? Well, first of all, I think he ran for class president and he didn't get it. Wayne Pishu, I love that you even put him in the in the conversation. Of, of I think running. he was excited. Cool guy. Guess what? Got the goods to run for yep. president, but. You know, no, it, there's no running in Wayne's life. No, 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 no. He's a no. big dude. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, he's a big dude. Oh, okay. But guess what? One of my favorite people. Yep. Met this kid briefly in high school, had a few classes together, hadn't seen him since. And he was the one that kind of spearheaded being like, dude, what do you need to make this better? He was one of the people that put the reunion together. And there was a DJ. You walked in, basically to your left was the makeshift no stage where he was standing to do the, and then to the right was a bar. And then just around the corner from that shitty stage to the left when you walked in was the DJ area with the speakers all the way in the back and a long strip of hallway. So I was like, well, that's where we got to put chairs and tables. And if the big speakers are back there, I'll stand in front of that. At least it's also away from the bar. So they did that and it worked out okay. This kid named Robbie Knowles was there fucking shit-faced. An hour into the reunion, I ended up doing like heckling him a little bit, but then it got real because he was like, dude, I'm having a rough year. Oh, and it got like, no. And then I was like, oh, give it up for Robbie, man. I was like, Robbie, we'll drive you home tonight, man. I was like, so I got me honest. I saw you like this the last time I saw you. So there's, you know, there is something funny about this. And I'm having a rough year. I'm having a rough year. And uh, he was just, he was blackout. So, but performing there uh, was, was, why did I bring this up? What were we talking about? Uh, it's a problem with you and I. We get I, on these I rolls, know. and then the pot part of our brain goes, yeah. you know what, dude? Why don't you just fucking- Why don't you start talking about this now? And you're like, oh, okay. And then you forget. <laughs> <laughs> there was a point to it, the reunion. What What? Um, what were we talking about before the reunion? Uh, Jew dudes, dreidel, Hanukkah. No, 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 past that. Jew dudes. Two Jews? Two Jews. Dude the, Jews? The movie The Band. Oh, God. It was really good, dude. <laughs> Does anybody remember? Nobody's listening. Oh, this sucks. I had a whole point to the whole reunion. Dog treat. Oh. <laughs> you know there are people screaming at their right now at their speaker. Dog, dog treat. Dog, dog treat. It's like the worst game show ever. You're in the audience screaming like the price is right. It's $4.99 for the dinette set. Uh, $5.22. Damn it. Dog treat. Dog treat. That's going to rival the hiccup moment. Oh, my. Which, nothing by the way, rivals. R- nothing does. Real quick, and I will remember dog treats because okay. there's a great story there. Uh, I posted a picture, a 500-episode uh, ALN poster, right, with all the names, guest names we've had, and was like, dude, I'm going to send out some posters, favorite moments. Go ahead, tag them away. I don't know if you saw. I also got a lot of messages, a lot of messages where people were like, 
I, they'd either give one or three, and seventy percent of the time, dude, uh, it'd be like this was great, but I don't know if I can find something better than when Josh Wolf was on and you had your hiccup attack. Listen, you've look. You, you know how much I like to laugh. That might be when I, people ask me, "What's the hardest you've ever laughed?" I'm like. <laughs> I got to tell you, I can't well, think too, of a time but- that I've laughed harder. There are two times in my life where I, I was, my stomach hurt. I dry heaved. I was uncontrollable. There, that's one. Got up and left the table. Yep. Almost walked out of the apartment. I had to catch my breath. The other time, honestly, was the very first jackass because I had never seen anything like it. I know. And the, when they were coming down the hill in that shopping cart- <laughs> yeah. And then the first time one of them turned to punch the other one in the face, I'm like, what am I watching? <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Those two things so I can remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, you didn't come over to do that episode no. with any sort of understanding of what I was going no. through. I was like, I haven't eaten. I no. took these antibiotics. And then the rest is history. <laughs> do you know, for me, <laughs> it combined so many things that I love. Yeah. One, it combined friendship. Yes. And, 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 and somebody being, here's another thing I like, somebody being so frustrated with something <laughs> and not being able to stop it. Yeah. And not stopping, but also understanding the comedic value and, and needing to power through the episode. Because that, that's what- I you going to throw up a couple times. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> there were a couple where you went, oh, yeah. <laughs> It was the follow through on some of the burbs that was so guttural. <laughs> <laughs> your face and then some of them would be quick and then there was one that was deep and you were like dude where did that come from you were so concerned for my body at that point oh my god and then it was like i might have to go to the hospital and then it was like and then it would subside and then it would start again and then also there was a look of terror on my face at yeah, one point when i saw great. you look into my eyes at one point and see that i was genuinely concerned yes and then it was like but i kept going i need to we need to go through because this is funny. But then it stopped being funny. And then it became funnier because then I was like, I don't know, but, but then when I was like, dude, now I'm really worried. And yeah. then you just, and then it, and it would happen again. And then it would happen again. And then you would just, you, it was, <laughs> just, it was, an, Josh is crying it right now, an, just remembering it. It was an onslaught of, con- I, I need to animate it because it's, it's a clip that needs to be. Or I, or just isolate the audio and put something along with it. But it's, uh, and thank God we got a few of those clips. I pulled out my phone for a minute to oh, get your my. reaction. You, you haven't posted the audio of that? No. Oh, I know, dude. Do you think animating it isn't fair? Just post the audio what on do you a think YouTube. Isn't fair? Well, like it's because, because it's what I don't know what's better to listen to that or to watch the animated version of it with the audio. Well, I guess the anime would be pretty great, right? Yes, yeah. because what else would they be watching? They'd just be listening? Yeah, but just that but just that chunk, you know? I mean, come on. Animating would be pretty special, right? It's so funny. Because also getting up, because I could put in, you getting up to leave, uh, you know? It, it, it's, it was, I'm going to tell you, like, th- there was, I got so many messages after that. You did? Oh, so many messages. Oh, just about, I've never heard someone laugh that hard. Yeah. Could he really not stop it? I was like, it was the most genuine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you went in between also, you went in between laughter and concern. Yeah. Which makes me laugh also. Which makes the laughter become more prominent. Oh, my You know, it was so real. Um, that, w- that was amazing. And you uh, you crushed, I mean, you were probably on the pod four or five times and and just delivered, which is- Yeah, that, that to me is still, I mean, I, uh, I, I've I, gone back and listened to it. Okay. And I've never listened. Did Beth listen to it? 
No, she's not a. She if I said, "Hey, find this podcast," she'd be like, "I don't know." Right, but even that. Okay, well, when I isolate, when I post the thing, she'll I watch. Yeah, the yeah, clip. absolutely. 100%. Um, okay, so dog treats. Yeah. Uh, go to this reunion, and I see again people that I've grown up with more or less that were uh, two years above me, and and that I had little league or basketball or something with, and this kid Brett von Hoffman. By the way, I've gotten into a thing lately where I'm saying the full name of the of the of the deep cut. That's a Joey Diaz. Connection. That's a Joey Diaz. Does Always he do that? First and last name. I, it. You and I both love to tell stories. Yes. You are way better than me. Um, I do it more on podcasts because I this like I, I envy. Also, when I see people like you do it on stage, I'm just like, I can't. I've got a few stories that I tell, but they're so, I do them definitely more jokey than, sto- you know, like it's a longer yeah, still but joke. I love but the you way you take tell your stories, time. Man. Yeah, I feel like I got a few that are okay, but they're still coded in this joke thing where I'm hitting beats where you're up there, you could. You just you know what it is, and you could probably tell it five different ways. Anyway, uh, this kid Brett von Hoffman comes up to me. I haven't seen him in I don't know twenty years, and uh, I don't go to brettvonhoffman.com anymore. I'm gonna tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Should have ended the show. Yeah. I'm gonna tonight. That's uh, yeah. the commercial for it. I think it's dot net. But- it's dot net now. Mm-hmm. He um, he goes. He comes up. He goes. And by the way, I'm 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 reconnecting. With um, this girl Ashley Rogers, who uh, uh, her sister Erica worked with me at Albertsons. She was a checker when I was a bagger. There's a hierarchy there. She yep. was also old. She was a senior when I was a freshman. Yep. And she was gorgeous. So like, I had a grocery store crush on her. You know, it's the workplace. It's the it's a you workplace know. crushes are even in a grocery store, dude. There's the but they're the intense drama. too. Workplace crushes are intense. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember, I got a. Um, I believe it was a hand job from the girl that worked in the service deli. She was 22 and I was 17. In the cooler or and, where? Uh, no, outside of the store. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what's funny? You know, let me tell you what's funny about that. Like that I stayed in the grocery <laughs> yeah. store. But you said it oh. to me like, what are you, an animal? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and all I was thinking was, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. She near left the, the apron on. Yeah, yeah, near the cookies. <laughs> Got to pick the aisle. Yeah. Uh, that's so funny. Um, so many grocery store stories, by the way, could fill a whole podcast, but, but, uh, definitely I didn't know the, the game of how to, I'm 17. This happens to older. I, I guess you kind of wanted to date and then it just kind of stopped. I didn't call. It was just whatever. And definitely she used to hook me up very flirty when she was behind the counter. She'd stiff arm customers to make small talk with me. And I was just, you know, All right. yeah, freshman high school and silly and fun and just didn't even also had no wherewithal to understand that she was even really into me. I didn't pick up on that yet. And, uh, but I definitely remember the time it was like maybe a week after, I think she tried to get in touch with me and I was not reciprocating. And, uh, uh-huh. and de- cause I just, I don't know. I was just like, instead of talking it out, I think in my head, I was like, I can't, I'm 17 years, 22. Like, I don't want to also, I just was like, no, I'm not going to damn in high school. And this is, I should have just said all that, right? But so definitely when I come back to the service deli and I'm like, hey, mind if I get some potato salad? I'm on break. She's like, it's going to be a minute. And I was like, did I just? It was potato salad code for handjob? Hilarious. (laughs) No, it was code for potato salad. I love potato salad. (laughs) That was my go-to on break snack. I thought that was the wink, wink. Hey, can I get some potato salad in the back? Metabolism was just through the roof. I'd get a... A you know Albertsons was big on the uh, fresh out of the bakery. That Mary, yes, yeah. this, this Mary had she a little bit of a hunchback, and she had real big what? saggy boobs. She would just wheel out these fresh. Wait, wait, wait. Go back to the French hunchback. breads. How old was Mary? 
Mary's oh, 22? In her, in her 60s. Oh, I was going to say, 23-year-old no, Mary, there was Carrie in the service deli, right. Mary in the bakery. And Mary had a little bit of a hunchback? <laughs> a lot of a hunchback. My Nana did But too. a great knack for making French bread. Yeah, well, that's nice. Yeah, so yeah. she'd reel that shit out, and I would come over, and she'd be like, I know you got some, you're, you're yearning for some more French bread. I was like, yeah, but I just, you know, I jerked myself out of potato salad, so I have to eat this dry now. So I used to dip it in the potato salad, <laughs> wash it down with a little Diet Coke. Oh, Mary and Carrie came through. Yeah. So they, so, did so. Did you ever get a hand job from Mary? No, no, no. I don't even know why I paused. Definitely not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> why do I even have to think about that? Wow. But, yeah. So, so uh, I'm at this reunion. Brett Hop von Hoffman comes up, and he goes, and I'm talking to Ashley Rogers, Erica again, the checker who worked there, sister. She's real sweet and just chumming it up. And Brett just comes over and kind of inserts himself in the group chat, and then goes, Adam just finds a moment to just intercept and take control of the whole combo, and goes, Adam. Do you remember when you came over to my house when we were kids to play and you dared me that I could to eat uh, milk bone dog biscuits with you? And I go, good to see you, Brett. Yeah. And I look kind of look at Ashley and she was like, what? I go, I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? And he was like, and he was like, yeah, man. He's like, we ate dog bone. And you were like, in my house. He's like, I was like, still to this day, I was like, that was a baller move. You came to my house and made me eat my dog's bones. I was like, I don't know if I made you. He's like, you were very aggressive about it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, and he's like, and it, I had to force it down, but you were eating it like you'd done it before. And like, I like you'd done it, like yeah. a pro? Eating a dog bone. And I don't remember that. How do you not remember eating a dog bone? Let me as a tell you. Kid? When my kids were, I'm going to go seven, five, and three. Great. And you know, I was I was still taking care of them by myself, and damn, we were pet smart. And uh, I love playing practical jokes on my kids. Yes, it's for me to this day a hundred percent. Even better when they're older, if they can get away with more. No, it's easier when they're dumb. Yeah, you know. So seven versus like twenty. Yeah, harder to trick them. Okay, but so we're pet smart, and uh, we're getting something for my dog, obviously. And my daughter comes up with the. A, a dog tree that looks like a cookie you know because in pet smart they have those big bins oh yeah and some of them look legit like cookies some of them are cookies so she or says the dog she says to me hey can i have a cookie and i go what she goes can you buy me this cookie i go you you want to eat that cookie she said yeah and jacob had one too and i go you want to eat that too buddy and she, they said yeah they, she was like yeah can i go yeah you can both eat that right now oh, no and i turned to my oldest son i go you want a cookie and he looks right at me and he goes, whispers, those are for dogs, right? I go, yeah. And he goes, no, I don't want those. <laughs> and, and he goes, he goes, but is, is it okay if I watch them eat it? I go, that's the good part. Yeah. <laughs> and we just sat there and I go, you guys can't eat it until we get in the car. Because I just wanted to watch them in their rear view. And they just sat and ate the cookie. Yo, you know. They the, make noises like those enjoying the cookie. Mm, only thing my like daughter breaking said. breaking down the flavors. Yeah, my, the only thing my daughter said, she goes, this one, th this one tastes different. And Jacob goes, I like it though, right? <laughs> real loud, blowing your cover almost. Yeah, I, I, I think it's good. Keep eating it. No, no, no. Oh. Jacob, who was eating it. Oh, he liked the it. oldest. Trevor was like, I'm not gotcha. That. Jacob was like, I like it though, right? And he's in his car seat. And, and by the way, do you have a moment when your kid's like, I like it? You're like, God damn it. Like, this is the kid that's going to need a helmet that we're going to like. All I could think was, oh, I could play jokes on him for a long time. Gotcha. Yeah. So the it's only open. thing my daughter said was, she goes, just like this. Kind of try though, and I almost pulled over. <laughs> I was laughing so hard when she was just like this. 
Two just heavy smacks. Almost like a dog would. Mm. Kind of dry, though. You need to go I'm... to the bowl. Could use a bowl, to really, a bowl of water to wash this down. <laughs> oh, my God. I remind him. I, I, I always, when we're reminiscing, reminiscing, I always go, hey, remember when you two ate dog treats? And they were like, yes. So funny. They said, you made us. I go, no, different. I let you. By the way, you're such a fun dad. I want to hope that, because, you know, I, I once my nieces and nephews have just, I spoil them and I'm always so, I need to start fucking with them. And I need, like, you got to take advantage of, because they remember that. And yeah. it's also builds character. It's fun for you. What's the point of also having kids if you can't Couple dress, dress them in weird shit? Yes. Name them whatever you want. If you have kids and they're not doing chores that you normally would do and, they, and you're not playing jokes on them, why did you have kids? What's the, what's the, this, you, you can perfect practical jokes on your kids. Yeah, dude. It's so good. You could just try things out. And my kids, here's the thing. Did you think of, oh, go ahead. Well, the one thing I will tell you is, and I, and, and think about how you grew up. You never remember the time your mom cut the crust off the sandwich. No. But you remember that weird fucking thing that happened and it makes you laugh. You know, like, I had a friend of mine, I don't remember a lot about his house or being over there, but I remember the time he fell off the roof because that was funny as fuck. Whoa. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He was, he was, he was going to play a joke on his dad when he got home, but it was winter and he was on the roof and he was going up the back and he was going to push some snow down on his dad when he was, or, yep. but he, when he got there and he started to slide down, he couldn't stop. So he dropped himself on his He dad. went over his dad over his dad and he just heard ah and his dad turned around <laughs> <laughs> should have given him a dog treat <laughs> but that's what you remember yeah so i always thought listen i'm gonna make memories i want my kids to have memories they're not all me fucking with them but a lot of them that's are selfless too because in the moment they're like you just did that for you but it's like no how fun is this now though later we get to reminisce about that but also adam like things like you know we didn't have money so and we couldn't go to the. the fa uh, you're talking about the family. You my, with you with your kids. My, you know, when I was Man. when I was living over here, I lived across from the guitar center on Sunset. I made a uh, twelve hundred dollars a month, and I, I had three kids. We lived in one room. Dude, that still is. And so that's so bonkers to me, dude. I can't imagine you got through that. Yeah, but 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 is that I, why you you're not phased by anything? I'm not phased, and I learned so much about myself and what's important in life, and you know. <clears throat> I didn't have any money. And so for a long time, it really beat me up what I couldn't provide for them instead of what I could provide for them. Whoa. That's right? a big men mental shift. A huge. Look. Easier I, said than done, by the way. Ask any of my kids if any of their friends had more fun growing up than our, my kids. I doubt it. But we didn't, they didn't have stuff. But you're also still friends, right? Because you're so great yeah, with people that have absolutely. cash. Because that's probably a little bit of a, a, a dicey, just wait. How do you navigate through staying like, bringing them over to a friend's house that's got a pool and all this cool shit well, and having your kids go, I hope they have gotten enough uh, experience perspective with me to know that like when we leave, they're not going to be like, sucks we don't have a pool. They never did because they didn't have as much fun because we, I was constantly, but you know what? There was one guy who, who so Jacob went to, I don't know, should I name the, he went to Temple Israel here. Cool. We called it the Jew school. The person who ran the school asked me there to my face. Two dudes there. They said, Stop. Stop calling it the Jew school. And I was like, it's the Jew school. And they were like, yeah, but don't say that here. This is Temple Israel. I'm like, okay, Jew school. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there was a guy that I knew there, super rich. 
and he his kid and Jacob like to hang out. And so after, you know, half days, we would go to his house to play. Now, the, the guy was never there. His nanny was there. And so I used to have sex with the nanny while on wow. his bed, while Jacob and the kid was playing. The nanny would make Jacob lunch and then send me home with a bag of his groceries and oh. then take his money and go shop for more. What? Yeah. <laughs> I told him about that about 10 years ago. And he was like, you motherfucker. He was just was mad. He, so he, he was like, you were fucking on my bed. I'm like, yeah, I did terrible <laughs> things on your bed. <laughs> I was like, I did terrible things oh, to her on your bed. He was like, God damn it. And he wasn't mad about the kind of, Was it like a race car bed or was it just a standard normal kid bed? Oh, no. On the grown-up's bed. Gotcha. I was having sex on my friend's bed with his nanny. Gotcha. Okay. I thought it was on Jacob's bed. Oh, no, no, no. So we went to this rich guy's house. Okay. She would make Jacob a sandwich and the Jacob and the other kid would watch TV and play downstairs. It was a nanny. I would- It was your buddy's house. Buddy's it was your house. buddy's nanny. Buddy's nanny. Dude, how I, did so I, you just I had sex dropped with, him off and met the nanny and got enough we going? We went to the house the first time. The first time we went to the house and he was like, you know, I won't say the kid's name, but he we'll call him Jason. Jason wants Jacob to come over. And I was like, cool. And they go, he says the nanny will be there. I go, well, I'm, I'm just going to come by the first day because I was like, I don't know the nanny and yeah. I don't know your house. And let me just come and check it out. Yeah. Came and check it out. By the way, solid dad move, not with any intention of being like no. check out the house make sure it's a uh, kid proof and, and also there's a great place to fucking yeah <laughs> and if, if the nanny's hot jesus christ did you even know there was a nanny gonna be there uh yeah because he said nanny will be there so i was like i want to make sure i don't know what his deal is and i you know some of the nannies which was great a lot of the kids spoke spanish but they spoke spanish in the house to the nanny so i, I didn't know if that was going to be the deal and if jacob right so also maybe the nannies like you dude unfortunately you hear these horror stories of nannies that are can go cuckoo for cocoa puffs and you want to make sure that they aren't that so i go over and i'm like oh hello nanny and she said do you want i'm gonna make the kids some lunch you want she have an lunch? accent what is she oh yeah costa rica That's and so do you want uh do you want some lunch i said yeah i'll take some lunch and so i was getting a pretty strong vibe Nothing happened that day, but the next time, which like the way, like vibe how, like when she was like scooping the peanut butter, it was she, real slow. She, she spilled some, and she was like, "Oh, I'm gonna let yeah, me let lick me that off my, my own out. tit." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that seems unnecessary in the process of making the sandwich, but I am gonna keep staring at. <laughs> Doesn't seem like you need to take a tit out. You could have easily just fucking wiped it off. There's paper towel right next to you. <laughs> it wasn't even on your tit; it was on your knee. But that's cool. But oh, she, she. Gave me a, like she ran her finger up my arm just a quick second as she was walking past me when I was sitting down eating a sandwich. And I was goose like, bumps and goose bones. I was like, this is happening. Wow. So I waited till the next time and I dropped Jacob off. And I just said, hey, I said, do you want me to stick around for a little bit? She goes, yeah, why don't you stick around? So once a week, I would go to his house, have sex with his nanny on his bed, and she would fill me up with two huge paper bags packed full of his groceries Holy shit. that I would take home. I started asking her, I was like, will you buy this, this, and this? And she said, yeah. So she would buy it under the under the premise that it was for him. Yes. Give it to me and then just go shopping again. He didn't know. He had so much money. He didn't fucking know that she was double shopping on him. And I would have her go buy me groceries because, dude, I, you know what it costs to live in Los Angeles. Yep. 1200 a month. Yep. To feed three kids and me. Yep. It wasn't happening without some help. Fuck. I used to steal 
Did I tell you this? No. We used to go to this Ralph's here, Rock and Roll Ralph's. Mm -hmm. By the way, why is it called Rock and Roll Ralph's? Because it used to be late night where all the rock and rollers went and shopped. Gotcha. They'd come down out of the hills and go shopping. Now it's just like strippers now it's, and like, yeah. you know, producers. Now it's Elephantitis Foot Ralph's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, it is, dude. But it's yeah. a great Ralph's. It's you get great to see Ralph's. everything. It's in at two in the morning, that Ralph's used to be bananas for real bananas because i've been there now and it's kind of you know, see maybe a few tweakers no rock and used two in the morning used to be just a fucking oh I, the rock and roll oh, hall of fame fucking great that's amazing great. but we used to go into that why is there a documentary Ralphs? about that by the way uh because that's the rock and roll Ralphs? did you ever see the uh documentary about what's it called what's it called echoes in the hills mm. or something about laurel canyon and all the music that they made up there in the no. 60s Oh my God. Right. Just about this three year period in the canyon about how it's a foot. There's so many docs I have docs. on the list. Okay. Um, so you go there late we used night to go steal. Well, you didn't go there late night. We'd go there during like right before lunch and I would Better go to the, go the middle of the day. Yeah. More the, traffic. Yeah. Nobody knows. But actually these people do know. That's the thing is I would go to the hot food place and the woman knew I would have the kids order what they wanted for lunch and she would give it to me knowing that I wasn't gonna pay for it. I would put them in the shopping cart and I would walk up and down the aisles. And this is how I used to practice practice jokes. I'd walk up and down the aisles and pretend to be their tour guide and make jokes about what you saw on the left. This is the diabetes aisle or whatever I would say. They didn't know, but I was really just practicing jokes for me. And I would wait till they were done with their food, mac and cheese and chicken, whatever. Yeah. We'd get out of the shopping cart and we'd leave. And one day my oldest son said to me, are we stealing? And I said, do you have anything in your pockets? And he said, no. I'm like, have them come get it. We're not stealing. It's in, it's in you right now. If it's in you, it's not stealing. And he was like, okay. But I would do that once a day, maybe every other day, just because, man, look. Got to survive. Got to eat. Got to eat. I didn't gotta feel eat. bad. I never felt bad about taking things like that from a huge, from a large chain. Oh. Do you know what I mean? I, that never, I know it sounds terrible, but I was like, you know what? This is pure survival mode right now. Wow. You know, I had one pair of shoes. For a long time. It's one of the reasons I'm the only thing I whore out about is shoes. Because I remember saying to myself, dude, if I ever make some money, I treat myself. I'm going to have a lot of fucking sneakers. Yeah. And that'll also be a quick uh, way to, to reflect and also yeah. be like, okay, cool. I've progressed and gotten to a better place. Every time I get a new pair of sneakers, I think, about, think about that. Cool. Every time. Wow. Every time. Every time. I remember them when. How I, cool is it that you're able to give away dude, now sponsored? Controlled chaos. So amazing. And every year, Beth and I probably give away 200 pairs of shoes. Probably. We drive around. We oh, find, really? Yeah, yeah. We, we drive, we hand up like 200 pairs of shoes. Dang. To people on the street? Yep. People who have fucked, you know, you know, they have those fucked up shoes and they have oh, like, yeah, dude. we drive around, we, give, we usually give away about 200 pairs of shoes. And, as, and you, you think too, because like the amount of people, like shoes, I feel like is a big, I've gotten way more into them in the last two years, but it definitely is. Not to say if your pants and shirts suck and your shoes are great that everything's fine and you can look past it, but like a lot of times I have definitely become more cognizant of starting at the feet and working my way up Man, to assessing the person. An uncomfortable foot. And that goes foot. with bums too, you yeah. know? Like they probably prefer a good, sh they're like, dude, I can handle no shirt. Like In but, LA? And my feet are gonna carry a lot of warmth in this package, so. And a lot of weight and you're gonna, if your feet start to get fucked up and you can't walk or they start to get infected, it's over. It's over. So we we yeah, try to do that. Foot crossing the freeway, pushing a, a stroller nope. filled with diet coke cans. One of my oh, old roommates. Wait, wait, wait! Crossing the freeway, pushing a stroller full of diet coke cans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
get ready. That's, <laughs> a, <laughs> that's how this story starts. <laughs> is that for real? My old roommate, Scotty B, I won't say his last name. Uh, he's the Larry David, George Costanza, one of the greatest people you ever meet, heart full of gold, uh, hard, work, hard worker, great actor. We used to make a killing in the commercial world in the uh, uh, late 90s. Um, when you still could. Yeah. I don't do commercials anymore. No. What Stop are people making on commercials? Not what they used to. Kevin Christie, I know, used to really bank. Now it's just, you know, they do buyouts now, and now they, just, they, used they, to, they mix them up more. They make like sixty or $80,000. Because they run one for a while, and there were yeah. less channels and more. But now it's like with the ads, and someone will just be a YouTube one, so there's a yeah. diff- they, they finagle and fine-tune ways to be. Also, Luke, the spots are just turning over. I feel like I see a McDonald's commercial where there's a couple – you know, fighting over how good the sandwich is. Next thing you know, there's, you know, uh, a black dude and an an Asian dude drinking a McDonald's smoothie, dancing in a fountain. And I'm like, okay, first of all, not realistic. No. I've never had anything so good. I've wanted to, you know... uh, Dance at a fountain? Dance in a fountain. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I've wanted to jump into a fountain when I've been really high at the mall and I've just suddenly got like a... I would like to see that. Yeah. Uh, Are you ever someone who... Uh, threw coins in a oh, yeah. well and made wishes. Oh, yeah. At the mall, I feel like it's the only time I've ever had that opportunity. Oh, yeah, right. for sure. But there, there's some outdoor fountains. Yeah. I've also been a guy who's gone in one of those fountains and taken money. No way. Yeah, late at night this, during that period. Yeah. Wow. Just a couple dollars. Looking like a normal, because I feel like if a homeless guy came into a mall and did that. It wasn't a mall. It was one of the, it was like, a, where was it? San Antonio, maybe? Man, you know, you do desperate things. Yeah. San Antonio. Okay, so Scotty B is uh he's got he's got very you ever see that movie Pure Luck with Martin Short? No. Amazing film. Martin Short, really? Danny Glover, holy shit. Just Martin Short. Can anything go right for this guy? There you go. That's all you need. Him and Danny Glover at the height of both of their careers. Uh it's amazing comedy. Pure luck. It's fucking incredible. So he okay. is that guy in this movie, and uh he was on the bus. First of all, he was drinking a Diet Coke and a homeless person on the bus was going, always going from Santa Monica to back to Hollywood where we lived over on La Brea and Melrose. And he'd, uh, he was sitting there, homeless person went over, grabbed the Diet Coke out of his hand, took a sip and then gave it back to him. It was like, <clears throat> little, little too bitter and just handed it back to him. And this guy literally was just like, what? Thank you. And then put the Coke down, got up, walked off the bus. Then saw somebody chasing a stroller that was filled with Diet Coke cans. Uh, coincidence. Uh, down the street. Saw a person chasing, screaming, my baby, my baby. Chasing the stroller that was rolling away from them down the hill. So Scott chases after it, gets to it, turns it around, like grabs it. Homeless person comes up behind him, fucking, you know, tackles him to the ground. Uh, you try to steal my cans, right? After no. screaming, my baby, my baby. Which I think the cans were his baby. Yeah. Should have said babies, plural. It's besides the point. Tackle Scotty <laughs> to the ground. Uh, cops were around there. Come over. Now they're fighting on the ground. Homeless dudes fucking punching him. No, you know, just like you trying to steal my cans. Scott's like, you scream, baby. What the fuck's <laughs> going on? Like, there's a you were chasing yeah. a stroller. I just yeah. reacted. So the cops come over and uh, and pull him off each other and arrest uh, Scott. Put him in cuffs. And are just like, what, stealing the baby? They thought they were like, you tackled this homeless guy, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're trying to take his cans. Scott's just like, what the fuck would I take his cans? I just literally got off the bus. So like, we don't know, you know, enough time had been removed. They didn't see him get off the bus. They didn't know he was like a, and also Scott at the time, like, yeah, roughing it. His clothes were conducive to looking like, yeah, this guy maybe was also oh on the street God. or just a low rent fella that was trying to get by and thought maybe beat up a bum and get his cans and turn them into cash. 
So uh, oh. he explained it, actually got a little calm, and yeah. the cops let him go. But then he shows up, and I'm just like, I'm sitting there, you know, getting ready to go out for some shows. And I'm like, how was your day? He's like, just got arrested for beating up a homeless guy for his Diet Coke cans that he was housing in a baby stroller. And I was like, well, that's cool. Yeah, I had a pretty good day, too, man. I was... Uh, <laughs> I saw the guy dressed as Fievel and the guy dressed as SpongeBob get into a fight at Universal because that was my life at the time. You did? Oh, yeah. How do people fight in those costumes? Hilariously. I mean, do their arms? I mean. In the short. Uh, so funny. Yeah. Too. How do the SpongeBob. Nobody could tell two people thought it was like a staged yeah. fight for the park. That was the best part, dude. I mean, because. Because I was a face character. So you could always. So if I got into a fight with Captain America, right. people knew something was up. Unless my acting was really good, but I just, you know. But these guys were in co full costume. Full costume, yeah. Hard to bumping, fight. Bumping, just, just bumping, fight, you know, rolling on the ground, but. Funny. Nobody, very funny. I I have to tell you, I, I, one of my favorite public fights I've ever seen. And I don't, I, these guys weren't homeless, but they were shit-faced. But have you ever seen a fight basically happen in slow motion? Like there's, there's this punches were coming from down here and you could see it. Like they were moving like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that. It was the most because, and it looked like they were just both super tired. Yeah. So when they got and they were wrestling with each other, they were making noises like this. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, dude. They were just like, ah, uh, uh, and I <laughs> I thought this is the most entertaining fight I have ever. Uh, <laughs> uh. Yeah, does that get you more excited to fight or less? Uh, does that deter you? By the but way, you, are you go ahead? You, if you were fighting somebody who got a boner, mm -hmm. what does that do for your? Again, I probably. Dude, it's it, hundred percent. It's happened back, in a high wait. school wrestling match. A thousand percent. If you if you're if oh, you're a high dude. school kid and, what, and your dick is getting rubbed that much, confused, dude. hundred percent. You can't help it. It's human nature. Yeah. I uh, I mean, I back away because I that's just so confusing and so not expected. Are you hard? I'm so hard for fighting you right now. Yeah, dude. And if he says that too, I back <laughs> away. I probably take off and I go, "You win." <laughs> Give him your wallet. Like, I think if anybody big, if I was like, I know I'm going to get beat up, I would just drop my pants and start masturbating. Yeah. No one's continuing to battle that guy. Nobody's punching a dude who's jerking off. Boy. Are you? No. You're, I mean, you almost. That is the, that is the, that takes a special person to still yeah. come after you. But also, guess what? A lot of people would probably look at that uh, as, okay, cool. Now they're vulnerable, you know? Yep. Like, I think about that if I ever, you know, like, was in a, a Whole Foods or a, or a Target or, or someplace where you're getting some shopping done. And I'm uh, in one of the stalls, and someone comes in and tried to like fight me, dude. What are you gonna do? That's is there a more I vulnerable would, position than sitting down? No, but a hundred percent. By the way, maybe I'm not shitting. I might be peeing. I know sitting a lot down? of people that are. If I'm drunk enough, for sure. Really? No, I don't know, dude. But who was it that just told me? It's Have a you fella. Seen the thing? A dude just told me he now sits to pee. Who is it? He's not that old either. Keep going. Have you seen the thing that women can put on their vaginas and they can pee, pee standing up? What? Yeah, they can piece it. I just saw somebody say, you know, I like weird shit. Dude, somebody how sent do me a you product. find these articles? Did you find that on brettvonhoffman.net? <laughs> the new lady piece. The they can stand up and pee. A female urethra? There was a picture Wait, no, of her. They already have one, don't they? Urethra? Do girls have a urethra? I think so. Can, first of all, can someone write that children's Girls book? have a urethra? No one's listening. He says yes. Dustin, do they? Yeah. He says, I... I I don't know exactly what a urethra is. It's the top. It's that little slit on the top of your pee-pee. 
right, That's D? the urethra? I thought that was the pee hole. D? Is it? I thought it was. The pee hole, I think, is is the. I thought the urethra might have been the pee hole. Might be the unmedical term. Urethra is like if you go to the doctor, you're like, dude, my pee hole is fucking burning. He's like, well, your urethra is actually, and you're like, oh, is that what it is? (laughs) (laughs) Urethra sounds like a Greek god. It does. Urethra. By the way, that to me would be the ultimate. Like, I need to get out of work sick thing. Like where you're like, I got a cold urethra. Like no one knows how to diagnose that. Like, well, shit, we need you with a warm dick. Why don't you take the weekend off? Yeah. You know, what are you going to say as a boss? You're just like, uh, all right. If I'm a boss and someone comes in and is like, yeah, you know, I'm having some urethra issues, I'd be like, go home. Go home. I don't know. I don't know if I can catch that, but I don't. Y- I don't want to. it. Yeah, I don't want it. I don't I, want it around the office. It's you know what I morale. You know what I hate during cold and flu season? When someone comes into a room and you're like, you sick, man? Yeah, but I'm going to power through. No, fuck you and power through. Yeah, people Go do home. that all the time. What are you powering through for? I'm going to power through. Eat Get dick. the rest of you sick. You'll no, all quit. F- and then when you're out sick, I'll be back better. Yeah. And I will fucking take your projects or whatever. And tell your boss, hey, I heard Adam's got a little urethra problem. Yeah, decide to stay home. Yeah. Good thing I'm here to fucking power through. I power through. His urethra is a little more gentle than mine. <laughs> okay, so there's a, so women take this little, what is it? They stand ring? up. It's like a little tube. And they I, and they I saw a picture of a woman leaning up. You know how you lean over the urinal? Oh, I don't like that. And and peeing. I was I was looking at it and I was like, ah. Mrs. Doubtfire style. Yeah, exactly. Except with she's an she, actual she's vagina. She's a she. Um, one of the best. Yeah. Movies ever. Of, let me ask you something, by the way, because you brought up Martin Short. I'm super curious what you think about this. You know, Martin Short and they weren't the same actors, but they kind of played the same role in the movies yep. back then. Martin Short and Rick Moranis. Great. I, Put them side by side. They should have done a brother movie. Rick Moranis to me. He is one of the most, because he disappeared. He, you know, I read an article about him recently. Some email was like, why did you leave Hollywood? He's like, I was just done. I just didn't want to do it anymore. Love that about him though. But he did enough. His dude. People would love to see him though. Him in, in, um. My Blue Valentine. It, my in, Blue Valentine. No. Uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah. <sighs> How about him and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, dude. I it, watched it the other day. The original. I watched it the other day. You almost don't need to. I wonder if he also was like, I made one of the greatest movies of all time. Yeah. And yeah, I'm saying that. A bunch of them, by the way. Yeah. And he, I think he did the second one, Honey, I Blew Up the Kids. Yeah. And then it was like, who's Honey, I Blew better- Up the Baby. And then there was like Baby's Day Out, which was yeah. like a spinoff. But, but who, who do you think has a better list of movies top to bottom? Moranis Martin Short? Because look, Martin Ooh. Short did Three Amigos to me. We'd have to pull those up side by side. I, I'm going to look at Martin Short. Okay, Three I'll Amigo- pull up Rick Moranis. Cool. Three Amigos to me is... Um, Wait, you're pulling up who? Uh, I'm pulling up Moranis. Okay, I'm pulling up Short. Three Amigos to me is one of the all-timers. Is one of the all-timers. Um, you know what else is another? Planes, Trains, Automobiles. Did you watch that growing up or were you too young for that? That's not Rick Moranis. No, no, no. But Planes, Trains also. Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, dude. Okay, okay dude. here we so, go. Movies, yeah. Rick Moranis. Honey, I shrunk. Oh, Spaceballs, dude. Come on, Spaceballs. Him in Spaceballs with that giant fucking helmet. Oh, Ghostbusters. Spaceballs, okay. Little Shop of Horrors. What you got for me? Flintstones. Ghostbusters 2. Strange Brew, motherfucker. Wow. Strange Brew. Wow. Uh, Little Giants. Uh, Little Giants underrated. Okay. Don't add that. That's Ed O'Neill. Wow, Parenthood's one of the greatest films of Streets all. Streets of Fire doesn't count. My no. Blue Heaven. Great. Uh, Big Bully with Tom Arnold. I did like that. Let's think what else. Club Paradise. That actually made me laugh. 
Um, Brewster's Millions, L.A. Story. Uh, all right. That, and How many Honey I Shrunks? Two. There's a Honey I Shrunk and Honey I Blew, Blew up. up. Yeah. Okay, so those are the highlights. Those are amazing. For Rick Moranis. All right. I'm going to give you... Uh, Martin Short. Wow, okay. By the way, pure luck not in here. Let me... This this is IMDb. Where'd you go to IMDb or what? I, Wikipedia. I went to when I just Google it. I'm going to Wikipedia. All dude. those came up. Okay, great. Um, My Blue Heaven, by the way, was a funny movie. Filmography, amazing movie. Steve Martin. Yeah. Steve Martin also had a great run. Uh, okay, Martin Short, Lost and Found. Yep. Three Amigos. Yep. Inner Space. Oh, I with love Quaid. Space. Cross My Heart. Never saw it. Man. Three Fugitives. The big picture, Who's pure. I don't know. And then he had a great run of uh, Pure Luck. This was ninety one. Mm-hmm. Father of the Bride. Uh-huh. Captain Ron. Uh, We're back at Dinosaur Stories. Just the voice. Clifford. Okay. Father of the Bride two. Mars Attacks. Mars jun- Attacks. Jungle to Jungle. I think was him and Tim Allen. Yep. Uh, a Simple Wish. Prince of Egypt voice. Mumford. Get over it. Jimmy Neutron voice. Uh, of voice stuff coming up jiminy click jack frost oh, jiminy click dude that's just voice now it's just then favorite. it's just voices dude that's one of my favorite characters of all time wow then it's just voices what so not that what not that many movies wow what about that he was leads in you know yeah clifford and and pure luck and father of the bride in inner space i think were the leads but also and three amigos but also kind of supporting wow yeah maybe i remember him more just from snl now like let's do now let's do uh share and meryl streep <laughs> no. by the way i'm on a big share cake what song do you come out to when you're on the road oh great questions it just changed i was gonna say because mine just changed from i'll go first yep uh from learning to fly foo fighters oh i like that to shares uh belief at the chorus really and at first and i told i told very insecurely told the guy too because he, he did the same thing you he was like really and i was yeah. like yeah i got a bit about it i didn't have a bit about it i just it sounded like a fun i'd heard on the radio and i was like i'm gonna come out to that and then i say like keep it going for you know sharing the band and whatever and uh i don't know it's just it's funny yeah it's funny and it's upbeat and it's not like i know brad comes out to like which i think is green day green day yeah yeah i have to tell you man so for a long time I was coming out and I would make my entrance a joke. So I had I would have the guy in the booth play any ridiculous song you want. And it usually came out with Call Me Maybe or something like that, right? And I would come out and make a joke about it. And I would tell the guy, yeah. I would say, hey, you know, the, the song that you pick lets them know what type of show they're going to see. Yeah. So I would have him play different songs and I would do different walkouts to different songs. That's amazing. Just because, you know, I think you and I approach stand up a lot of the same way, dude. Yeah. Which is, I want, I want people leaving my show like that was fun. Yeah. I want them leaving in a good mood. Yeah. Do you know? They don't got to be thinking too much about, you know, anything. Also, do you, do you get bummed if people walk out and somebody says to me the other day, I had some, you know, some fun crowd work moments and they go, I don't remember any of your jokes, but I remember that part. And I was like, and they were like, and that was awesome. And I was like, thank you. But then I was like, all right, you're definitely walking away with something that you're going to tell you want, man, tell or you say want. that you saw. And also I'd maybe prefer them to retell and butcher a crowd work moment than a bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause then they're like, I, this happened. It was crazy. At least they'll get the nuts and bolts of that versus like trying to remember. Cause no one can ever, 
Nobody remembers your jokes. Yeah. I just want them talking about it. Yeah. I want them, you know, my whole attitude on stand-up has changed in the last three years, and I've never been better. So is your YouTube, by the way. Talking about changing. You had a clip go viral. Yep. That afforded you to do to to create a tour in australia yeah but your youtube a million subscribers a little more than a million now yeah what the fuck i don't know i can't i don't have where was it three years ago how many subscribers how about a year and a half ago holy shit a year and a half ago it was fifty thousand people which is still a lot yeah it's not more than a million and that was wow dude and that was from just stand-up clips or sketches or what what were you putting up all stand-up clips and all long stories, you know, I had been told for so long that nobody's watching long clips online. Yep. And I was like, well, I'm, I don't have any short clips. I don't. Well, yeah, I, it's when YouTube hit and, and even Funny or Die and some of these comedy sites, it was all about like sketch and like two minutes, three minutes. Two, three minutes. And then Vine hits and it was like, now it's 20 sec- or yeah. six seconds. And then it's just Instagram. It's like shorter and shorter attention span. Get get to the punch and the joke quicker, and then they can, so they can move on. They want to be able to scroll, digest, keep scrolling. You know, I didn't have any jokes like that. Wow. So, but then, what was your biggest clip a year and a half ago in the fifty thousand subscriber world? Don't even know. Over a hundred thousand? No, thirty-seven thousand. Wow. Something like that. I so the first now. draft of Two Girls One Cup, yeah, because yeah. the original <laughs> that they yeah. posted, yeah. Dude, it's got more. I used to have a bit about this. It has more views than Obama's inauguration speech. How many views? And I was like, that? that is how that this. Is, when if way, you ever doubt the that this you ever doubt that this country fucking doesn't like to have a little fun, but also appreciates greatness and 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 honor stability and wants fucking to be heading in the right direction. Obama's inauguration had like fifty million views. Yeah, Two Girls One Cup was like a hundred and twenty million. Yeah, dude. Listen, I have to tell you, so Obama, I was at how least do you 10 get of reelected? those views. You make another. Yeah. No, <laughs> I was at least 10 of those. I was yeah. at least 10 because I'm going to tell you the first time I watched it and you know, I like weird shit and I'm not grossed out. That video I showed you a while back was one of the grossest things I've ever seen. Yep. So, but I like that stuff. I watched it just because I was like, this is Fascinated. so, it's fake. Nobody poops. In a in what looks like a soft serve ice cream cone. Until now, <laughs> because that shit was real. No, I, are we gonna different? Is this a Laurel? What was it, Yanni? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> blue shirt, green shirt. That's what this is. What's that one? The, oh, you haven't seen the blue shirt, green shirt? No. Yeah, like someone's like, "There's a blue dress. It's a green dress. It's a blue dress." You gotta give a fuck. Jesus, dude. The, the, no, it, it's real, dude. It, it's, it's not real, dude. I, it came they, out of her the, butt, dude. You think it came out of her butt. The part that they ate was that soft serve ice cream. You saw someone poop, but you never saw someone poop and then eat You're telling me direct. the editing was so good in Two Girls, One Cup that they movie magicked. Do you or, want an idiot? Do you want to see a video where someone actually eats some shit? No. <laughs> dude, because after I saw I Two Girls, One Cup. I have one of those on my phone. I know you do and save it for my kid's bar mitzvah. <laughs> But <laughs> to put on the big screen when I'm like, you don't think your dad's fun? Josh, cut to the tape. He's like, what's this? My circumcision? Better and sexier. Uh, yeah. Dude, I watched a video called Cake Farts. Ever seen that? My favorite video of all time. Is? 
Cake farts. Oh, I thought you were about to just take us down a different path. Adam, cake farts. There's one particular scene. Cake farts. You seen cake farts? <laughs> Yo, cake farts. You know the you know the part in cake farts <laughs> where I never thought that sentence would be said to me <laughs> while I was alive and not on my deathbed. <laughs> I would hope on my deathbed that the conversations are so fun and upbeat, it distracts me from my pending doom. Cake farts is so good, dude. You literally just said, you know my favorite part about cake farts? I'm going to tell you my favorite part. Now, I didn't like meatloaf farts, and I didn't like pudding farts. Did not know those existed. Oh, dude, you need to come over and spend an hour at my house. Well, cake farts has a better... Meatloaf farts is too... Not as good. It's also cake farts has a quick punch, and it's like cake is a softer word to say. Meatloaf, I already think of like... There's a lot going on in the food itself. Tell me your favorite part of cake farts, and I'll tell you my favorite part of mine. I well, I haven't seen it in a in a good five years, which sh- it should be longer than that. But I was gonna say that seems like yeah, it four years recent. and eleven months too long. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like she the cake was they didn't show the making of the cake. No, right? no, they did not. It just was laid out, and then she just. Put her ass on it. Yeah. And then. I think the first, my favorite part is the initial. The initial one? The initial toot. Yeah. So for me, this is my favorite part. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. I'm going to try to get through this. She puts her ass on the cake. Yeah. 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 And there's a couple farts, but then one, she leans up and it looks like her little asshole is covered, (laughs) covered in frosting. And then it almost opened up like, right. And then you see her asshole open up like a little. Like a little, like a little, oh. like a little mouth. But then when she farts, the, her asshole does a bah, 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 like that. So you just see like the <laughs> it, her, her her little asshole clapped a little bit. But there was some cake on there. Oh God! So- oh, thank God I ate today. Psych. It's not as gross oh. as the video I showed you. The video I showed you is the single grossest video. Don't want to rethink about that. So we have to move on. Okay, but it was a single process. <laughs> it's a single. Yes. It's, it's, it's and I, and it's people have sent good. me videos. Did I ever send you the video of that dude who caught the fish in the ocean and the, and the fish was blowing him? A fish in an ocean. What? It, have I ever showed you that video? First of all, there's no way a fish is blow. He. Don't make he, me Google. No, he, he. Yes. He grabbed a fish and put it there. It's of not course, the fi- of course. No, the fi- it's not. But the, the fish doesn't. It's not a real blow. The fish, fish. didn't go. Yeah. No, no, I don't want to. And then got on and then said, "All right." And then blew him. The fish is probably trying to gasp for air. I'm gonna tell you something but right now. The way that his mouth was contorting. The fish. There's a part of the video where the guy pulls the fish off his dick and the fish swims back to the dick. I mean, it's probably just a random choice of path. Uh, not like this. Mouth open. Well, that's really funny, and now I kind of want to see it. Yeah, I will. It it is the fact that this dude has a friend videotaping it is the to me. Who are you gonna ask? That's the so when I see videos like this, I don't see like to me it's not gross. People are whatever, and to me it's all kind of funny. But my brain goes in different spots. Like if you're gonna find a fish to blow you, how many friends do you know that you could call right now and be like, listen? Don't ask too many questions. <laughs> I just need you to come to the beach with me today. <laughs> bring your pole. Bring some sardines. Yeah, listen. Just bring a light and your camera. And um, I got the boat. Yeah. I got the life preserver. <laughs> no, it's right off the beach. Oh, wow. He's standing. Oh, I got it. How big was the fish? I can't believe I just asked that. <laughs> yeah. It's still a fish. Valid question. Yeah. I mean, bigger than his dick, you know. Did you have someone in your life that got you on this role of being interested in stuff that is 
mind blowing because I somewhat uh, compare it to my interest in David Blaine and street magic. But oh, are you interested in street? You like? Oh, I love it. I think it's. I love. I love the, uh, you mean the mystique around magic? it. Oh yeah, I love the mystique around it. I love the the people's reactions. I love you know David Blaine has this amazing special on Netflix where he does it. Uh, you know he's he's an illusionist. He's a boundary pusher. He's tests the, what the human body is capable of. When I was studying abroad in London, he he uh, slept and for forty days and forty nights uh, uh, in a. Uh, glass case that was no wider than you could lay down no taller than you could stand up and uh you know they they said there was no food going there water whatever and he got out and he had lost like 20 pounds had all the sulfur in his mouth and and i would go visit him a lot after class when i was studying abroad in london because i was so fascinated by it so shit like that i feel like i that's interesting but i had someone kind of be like dude have you heard of david blaine and kind of get me on the uh on a roll of 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 you know magic so who's that for you with all these fucked up videos and visuals? I, you know what I think it or is? Or did you just seek it out? Yeah. Just on a, you went down one YouTube rabbit hole and no, you did not come out. I'll I tell you what it is. I like fun. I like things that are yeah. different. I like I like to celebrate that. Also, life can get monotonous and you want to break it up. Man. It's and- like when you're doing this. It's why I do crowd work. It's like this straight you know monotony of of material is not interesting to me dude also what here's the other thing that why i like it is because i look for all these stories and then honestly you look at some of the pictures and you're like that dude looks like a guy i saw a trader you know what i mean they're walking uh, next and it could to be also, all the time it also could be yes. what if you saw the guy who got blown by a fish at a grocery store I would high five that dude yeah I, you, you know would what? go up to him and say dude i don't want to like your work love your insane, work but yeah great dick <laughs> you know you know what i did see at trader joe's i walked in once to the trader joe's in the valley off of uh hazeltine and riverside and there was a dude with a baby possum in a baby bjorn and the possum was facing forward like this and he was walking around trader joe's with this little possum and a baby bjorn <laughs> and i walk up to him i walk up to him <laughs> yeah dude i walk up to him i go hey man what came first? Yeah, I go. I go. <laughs> Did you buy the baby Bjorn? Yeah. <laughs> Realize your wife couldn't get pregnant. She's like, fuck it, gotta fill it with something. Found a possum. Went to Brett von Hoffman.net. Got a link to a discounted possum. <laughs> I said to him, I go, hey man, is that a possum? <laughs> and he goes, yeah. He was excited. Like, I wanted to talk to him about the possum. I go, well, he can't be in the produce section. Thank you. At Trader Joe's. Thank you. And he was like, no, the possums are as clean as us. I'm like, no, no, no they're actually not. Yeah. And I know nothing about possums. Yeah. But, I'll but tell I'm you. looking in the eyes yeah. of a possum. 100% not as clean as us. And he and I go, you can't have that in here. And he goes, no one's told me to leave. I go, wait right here. I'll be right back. Oh, you're the best, dude. And I walk Good up, Samaritan 101. I walked right up to the manager. I go, hey, let me ask you a question. Are there rules against having a possum in the store? And he, he looked at me like I was crazy. Yeah, like you're natural. Like, well, we don't have signs, but it's, <laughs> yeah. it's assumed. That, but this is what he said, dude. He goes, well, it's not written down, but yeah. Like I was the asshole. He goes, you can't bring a possum in the store. I go, go check out the produce section. Yeah. He's like, what? I go, there's a dude with a baby possum and a baby Bjorn. He was like, this is exactly what he said. He goes, fucking Los Angeles. Walks over there. Sure enough. He was like, you can't have. And the guy Did said. you follow to him, behind him like a. Oh, yeah angry parent no no i followed behind him like remember when you said nobody asked you to leave yeah i think that's yeah. gonna change here's greg see that name tag that means you can kick out possum <laughs> the guy says show me where it's written 
that I oh, can't have a pop. Did. Oh, show me where it's written. Loophole, right? Yeah. Kind of. He goes, show me where it's written. And the guy said to him, he goes, I don't have to show you where it's written. And he goes, well, I, I imagine there are some rules and regulations in the store. And he goes, yeah, but as, as the general manager, it's up to me to also make them. And I'm making one right now. No possums allowed. And the guy said, he goes, on his way out, I'm never coming back here again. And the guy was probably like, when if fucking <laughs> yeah, to go ahead. Yeah, yeah. then i guess mission accomplished <laughs> yeah. you possum asshole yeah. by the way when did we start trying to make wild animals pets and when do we start saying i'm never coming back here again as a threat when you're getting kicked out dude yeah that what yeah. You're getting, oh, great point. Yeah. yeah. You're getting kicked out. You're getting arrested. I'm never going to murder again as you're like getting pulled away from the body. Okay, good. And <laughs> what we're doing is working. By the yeah. way, yeah, possums aren't pets. Ferrets aren't pets. Nope. You know, Jessamay had a, had a squirrel as a pet for a little bit. Squirrels are not pets. What? Jessamay found a baby squirrel. Oh, all right. I'm going to. You didn't I see. I can pocket that away. I love her like a family member so i can pocket that piece of info away wait she's you, also an animal lover and you care. never saw the pictures of her with the baby squirrel I in probably her pocket it out of my memory oh, oh in my her pocket? god in her little pocket little you baby squirrel that. no you can't do that no. it's in the wild it's climbing a tree and the ferret i don't even don't get me started on ferrets which is the third time i've said that this month uh <laughs> where the fuck does a ferret what are you doing why and, and this possum what are you feeding it? What is it? What's the point? I don't know if possums live in the wild. Are they underground? They live in trees upside down. They hang from their tails. Leave them there, dude. Yep. So when we lived in Studio parakeets City. Parakeets too. Even people with big ass birds. Have you seen the flocks of parakeets in Studio City? No. They, they're flocks of them. So we lived in Studio City, Beth and I. And we lived in a nice little neighborhood. And one night we're sleeping. And we hear this god awful noise adam i can't like that and then just a thumping up again below our bedroom window no thumping and i was like beth goes go check that out i was like i don't think so she goes go check it out like okay and i looked down and it's the these possums fuck it yeah and he the guy's on top and ramming this other possum's head against to the come on into the house yeah so you hear the bang bang and i start going hey hey and not stopping him so beth goes go you get know it was a possum yet yes awesome beth goes go get some water by the way and usually you turn on a light a possum's gonna scatter i that, did not know that well because they're scared of us but i turn on the light hey and that guy looked up at me like motherfucker keep going so i get some water and i pour it and the the female possum scatters because, you know, we've been found. So, and the, the male well, possum looked up at me for a second, paused when I poured, looked up at me for a second and almost looked at me like, okay, you going to stop me from fucking like, oh, I know where you live. Dude. Like he was mad. He looked at you me. You think I'm going to fucking yeah. find a guy that's <laughs> yeah. going to bring me into his yeah, home dude. and bring me to the grocery yeah. store? <laughs> <laughs> he, he did not run. He looked at me like, okay. I owe, I owe you one, bitch. Yeah. I, was, I see your uh, cock block and yeah. there's your awkward <laughs> produce encounter. <laughs> yeah. I bet you that was that possum's kid. You stopped a possum. 
He got mad. He was legitimately angry. Oh, I love your wife is the best. Pouring water on to to uh, diffuse the the possum pussy. Now is is by the way possum, possum pussy, pussy is opening band. for and Lance Morissette on our new tour. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a great band name. Possum Wait, pussy. What? Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that the light scared him. I think they just. You guys have to look that up. That's just all. Also, no. I mean, just you know, if there's a wild animal in your backyard, usually you turn on a light and you scream something, they'll run away. Yeah, and by the way, terrifying if they don't. If you turn that light and that they just stand they're there, like, hey, I'm not scared. What's your next move? Yeah, light. Did I ever tell you about our hamster? Oh my god, same house. I hated this fucking hamster <laughs> so much, Adam. I hated this fucking hamster so much because it runs. They're nocturnal. They fucking run on that wheel. Hamsters and gerbils are in the same boat, right? The worst. Yeah. So and uh, I hated it, and I wanted it gone forever. They're bad. They're they also eat their family members. My sister had a gerbil once. It gave birth to like sixty babies. The mom ate twenty of them. Yeah. Then we just were like, we got to get rid of the rest before we could do that. She ate another twenty. Yeah. Then one got out, bit my finger. I threw it against a window. It went through the window. No. Jumped back through. You threw a you threw a hamster through a window. It was it, it it jumped up and bit the. She brought it down to play, and I fucking hated it. And it bit the top of my finger, and I went like ah, ah and it <laughs> around like that, and it was like like it was, it was dangling off my finger like. Like flailing around, would not let go. And you had to get fucking, a shot. And so I just did like a, like you're trying to get off a, a movie fucking, scene. Yeah. And I was like, ah, ah, ah. And it literally goes boom and went through the window, real thin window. My sister screamed. She chased, <laughs> dude, the cops came. This was crazy because uh, people called from What was uh, the 911? I don't We've know. We've got a hamster. Well, no, because my sister then chased the hamster through the window, and we had a couch right in front of this window. So she stepped up onto the couch to get the hamster in a fear of panic and went through the window herself. No. So then that broke. Then she's cut and bloody. Fucking cops came. My mom wasn't home, and they're like, what's going on? How old like, are you guys? Oh, dude, I was probably 11. She was 13. And I'm just like, all right, officer. She's like, what happened? I'm like, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> <laughs> her fucking bitch ass hamster <laughs> gerbil he's like well which one was it i was like it doesn't matter either way it was nibbling on my uh fucking uh finger yeah threw it through the window sister got angry chased it through the window broke the window fucking she because she was all bloody so they're just like what did you do to your sister because oh i'm sitting there God, with a little dude. nibble so they're just you know anyway so okay so your hamster we we i tell jacob's in the backyard one day and he's with a friend and this was a huge backyard and he says to me um Hey, can I forget what Isaac was his friend? Can me and Isaac play with the hamster in the backyard? Now, I know for sure they're yeah. probably five at the time. Yeah. Look, there's no way they're going to keep track of that hamster. No. But what a great teachable moment. Come on. And I'm going to get rid of this fucking hamster. So I go, yeah, man. But um, make sure you watch the hamster now. Because if you don't watch it, it's going to run away and it's just going to be out there in the wild. And he's like, no, we'll watch it. And I go, okay. Knowing full well that hamster, I'll never see that motherfucker again. No, put him outside. Jacob and Isaac come back in about half an hour later, and I go, "Hey, man, it was Fluffy." I go, "Where's Fluffy?" And he goes, "What?" I go, "Remember, you had to watch Fluffy." Mm. And he goes, "Oh no!" So he runs outside. He and Isaac run outside, look for Fluffy. Can't find Fluffy. He comes back in. I go, "Hey, man, listen, no big deal. It's okay." But this is like teachable moment for you. This is part of responsibility, you know. This was your responsibility, and yeah. now we don't, you know, the hamster got away, and yeah. if you say you're going to watch something, you have to watch it, and all the whole thing. Obviously, too young for a teachable moment, but that's what I was couching it to make myself <laughs> feel better. And um, I tell Beth what happened. She goes, I think that's terrible, but I'm so glad that fucking thing is gone. 
a day later. I have the sign framed at my house. Found hamster. Somebody found this phone. Oh my God. Made signs and put them up around the neighborhood. So I said to Beth, I go, are we going to call about this fucking hamster? And she goes, yeah, I guess so. And they were like, yeah, we found your hamster. And I was like, this dude is a survivor. <laughs> he survived a night. Studio City's got owls, raccoons, possums, rats, Holy cats, shit. coyotes. And a hamster will die if you scare it. This dude survived a night. Out on his own. Amongst all in the big city. The creatures. Yeah. Owls alone should be enough if you survive. You get some sort of pin. Rats? You know how many rats are running around here at night? Oh, they'll take you out, dude. Oh, rats, yeah. Rats will put down their cheese to eat a hamster. What's with the people who have rats for pets? How do you feel about that? Uh, psycho, serial killer, pedophile. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, all those. Distant relative. Yeah, why? Yeah. It's a. Re it's usually why? like, oh, why? I don't know I had an uncle Rick or a, or a step aunt, you know, uh, you know, Bet, Betty yeah. or so, some, and they somebody. And always have the rat, like you want, you're like, you have rats? And they're like, yeah. And then all of a sudden it'll, it'll peek his head out of his jacket. Not and you're cute. Like, what the Not fuck? Not cute, dude. Because look, we have uh, commercialized and glorified rats in movies. Huh? Uh, um, uh, uh, Sleeping Beauty, uh, Cinderella. Okay, okay. Uh, yep. Ratatouille. Yep, Ratatouille. Okay. But Ben with uh, Michael Jackson. You know, Ben Michael Jackson wrote that song for. Yes. The, yep. Um, even the movie Witches, where they all turned into mice. Oh yeah. Angelica okay. Houston. Okay. All right. But uh, no, dude. They. Michael. Uh, wow. That's probably the best of the rat Michael. movies. Okay. Theo Vaughn, the Rat King. You know, we've made. We've turned him into a human mats, yeah. So it's. But are you are you are you having a rat for a pet? No, I I, I there's isn't it great to know a few things about yourself where you go I'll never do that. Yes, I will never. I, I feel good like when I see that show Strange Addiction, I go man, thank God I might not be doing everything. Uh, but at least I right. don't eat a couch. But at least I wake. I don't want to eat a couch. Yeah, I don't wake up and go. I can't start this day unless I suck a foot and eat a bar of soap. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And there's some people that can't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stand-up's my vice. Pot. Speaking of pot real quick, and then we'll wrap this up. Uh, Lowell's. Lowell, right? Should we do it again? Quick shout out to them. I would love you to, I don't know if sponsor's the right word, but let's get in, let's begin some talks because I love this place. Yeah. And I've only been once. Yeah, it's great. It's the Disneyland of West Hollywood. You know what we should do? Pot restaurants. You know what we should do? Did it take 90 minutes to get a root beer float? For sure. Who cares? Was it melted when it showed up? Yep. Maybe. I don't know what we're talking about. But the fun Did that it matter? I had, the, no, dude. The fun that I had, we walked in. For those of you who don't know, West Hollywood has obtained licenses to kind of get an Amsterdam feel in Hollywood. And this place is uh, um, unbelievable. And we went with comics, which is the only way to go because everyone else was quiet and having like a very like male, like, yeah, I saw you guys some new shorts. We yeah. were just giggling like a bachelor party at a funeral. We were just way too loud out of place, yep. but having a great time. You walk in, it's a restaurant with great food on the menu and pot on the menu. But this is what we should do. Legally. Ready for this? Yeah. Once a month, just once a month, you and I should do a podcast from there. Once a month. I'm a thousand percent into it. Yep. We'll set it up. Great. I bet they'd be into it. It's quiet enough. Yep. Well, yep, yep, yep. Once just a month, yeah. once a month, the two of us. If we could get them to allow us to do that, I bet, and just sponsor our meal and the weed and, and I don't know, right? A hundred. You know somebody over I there. will call them. Okay, great. That Done. actually, dude, that would be- A great idea. Live from there? Live from there. Great. 
Oh my god! Yes, and we can have guests or not have guests. A hundred. Don't need them, but yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, great. Yeah, I hope we, <laughs> if our guest is Avery, he's not going to say anything, anyways. Yeah, it's so quiet. Yeah, he he just just smoke too much. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he smoked. He's a classic got too high guy. Our our buddy Avery Pearson came, and he just you know when you smoke yourself. Have you ever smoked yourself deaf? Where all of a sudden that's a great cliff. All you hear is and you're like yeah. Smoking yourself deaf is like it's distor- it's unsettling yeah. to say the least. Um you're the you're the best. Oh, that's it. This was great. We're that done. is it. We can uh we can do this. Oh, and it's four twenty. Wow, four twenty one. Now, are you that much of a stickler to where you're like, Oh, I missed it. I I guess I'll try tomorrow. If no. you were to smoke on four no. No, I'll You doing your high live tonight? I'm doing my high live, I'm taking some of those mushrooms I showed you. Great. Uh, control chaos, chaos every, every Tuesday. Tuesday, and you are scheduled to come on the fourteenth, fourteenth of January with I can Becky, you, I think, right? Becky Robinson. Who was the other person who just said they Rudnitsky? I don't think he could do it. I don't think he could do Palmer's it. One of my faves. He's so fucking funny. Yeah. But by the way, your clips from there last time were they were good. The song was good. My dick toss. Eric was Griffin. Really great. Oh, I love it, dude. That's a good mix. You guys are going to be... Get us to do a song of some sort. Oh, 100%. You know, the, the the new segment that I was doing, it's called Musical Theater, and so I put I give you a scene. Yes, I love I saw that. Amazing. Jade did a great one. Uh, really great. Great one. The yeah. show is... um, it's And it streams on your Facebook My Live. My Facebook Live, yeah. Every Tuesday, it's Seven one o'clock. of the best shows. Every comic does it. Um, you, We've obviously Tonight talked about Tonight is it. Tim Dillon, Trevor Wallace, and Amy Miller. Jesus, dude. Fire. Tim Dillon's also a beast. Oh my God. Uh, and then your special father. Father of the of year, year on my YouTube page. Everything's for free. Dude, I'm shooting another special in, uh, I'm shooting two really in March. Wow. I'm shooting one that's an hour of stand up and one that's just an hour of me on guitar. And you did, uh, you cut up your special too and put it in clips. Yep. And that's what helped also give the booster. hundred percent. But I also stopped. I was like, uh, unless it's Netflix, because Netflix really makes a difference for a career. Besides that, what am I? I'm not going to charge people. I'm like, you don't have to buy it. It's going to be YouTube for free, and I hope you like it. And what it's I do is special. People were all about it, huh? Yeah, man. Great. We're yeah, going to shoot it. I'm going to shoot it. I believe we're going to shoot it in uh, Spokane, Washington. I'm going to shoot it at a comedy club. I'm going to shoot it at Adams Club and at Spokane. Spokane. Club. Yep. Very cool. They'll love that. Yeah. Good for you, dude. Well, uh, Josh Wolf on com- uh, Twitter and Josh Instagram. Wolf Comedy on all that stuff. Prince of the Wolf, your podcast, Control Chaos, JoshWolfComedy.com for tour dates. Yep. Um, comedian josh wolf comedian josh wolf.com and uh dude if if we the the, the lowell's podcast should happen but, we're definitely uh, gonna do that but we're deaf i'm gonna did call you have a, a congrats million subscriber yep i got the party? plaque no i have a plaque though they sent me a huge plaque wow yeah are you monetizing your clips yep making some cash yep cool yeah <laughs> wow, yeah good. it's been um did you buy shoes with that money yes amazing um well we've talked about a lot there's um there's probably a lot of hashtags to create from this app um but if you've learned anything fuck with your kids yeah you know you know i used to put them in the trunk of my car and drive around an empty parking lot because we couldn't afford a roller coaster so we'd put them in the trunk and then all and we'd go over speed bumps and shit and you could hear them in the back going (laughs) and that's that was their roller coaster was the trunk of my car in that parking lot the rock and roll rouse parking lot it was empty that is the only time when it's okay to put someone in a trunk yes when you tell them it's a roller coaster they love and they're your kids yeah they loved it you can't put other people's kids (laughs) good night everybody yeah
everybody, it's me, Tony Danza. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Meh, what's up, dog? This is your pal Bugs Bunny. Say, uh, I got a question for you. Do you know who has the head of Elmer Fudd and the body of Foghorn Leghorn? Why, that's Adam Ray and Brad Williams. Ain't I a stinker? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.